Here I am, Coco, an old friend, here with members from the Coco Collective community. Each week, we inspire you to get back on to Blueprint through our experiences and journey living from a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is your vibrational experience. Well, you know, this is an episode where you really have to trust because we record it. An amazing podcast. What was it, two days ago? Three 20 day, out of 10. 20 out of 10 podcast, two or three days ago. And then Scott goes to upload it, and how did we sound? Like robots. <laughs> like robots. R2-D2 vibes. Robot short-circuiting. With <laughs> it yeah. was like, <laughs> and I'm like, you're joking right now. What's going on? We're glitching. And it was such a good episode for you guys because there was aha moments in, in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it, Scott had given um, lots of information, and me and Alexia are like, okay. Let us take a moment. We're trying to click. And then all of a sudden, we're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) So, you know, we won't be able to recreate that for you today. But here we are, nonetheless. And, you know, obviously, it's a better episode at a glitch. For a reason. For a reason. Mm -hmm. So, here we are, everybody. Um, This is kind of labeled the week that's really fucking weird. (laughs) Strangest week ever. Strangest week ever. I mean, last night was so funny. After I got out of session, me and Scott were watching Manifest. And all of a sudden, Alexia uh, texts me, and she's like, pretty much, I am at psych ward vibes right now. A green laser came into my living room. <laughs> you guys, you can't make it up. I'm laying, watching Manifest also in my room, and or in my room, in my place, and a green laser shoots through my closed blinds. I jump off the couch. I'm losing it. I open the blinds. I run on my balcony. I'm looking on the ground. I'm like, where is this light coming from? Obviously, you know, we have these experiences when we live as a light, but I was like, I am 100% psych ward vibes. No one would believe me if I tell this because I feel crazy. <laughs> Aliens is starting a probe. Literally, yeah. I was like, well, if I get abducted on my balcony, I'm ready. So <laughs> bring me home. Literally, take me home. This week's been weird. Uh, just all these weird glitches and things and, and all this stuff is happening. If you're really, really paying attention to your life, you're like, what is even going on? You know, um, just almost feeling like you're forgetting everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to call Scott out, but he even forgot my birthday earlier this week because he's glitching. He can't remember what day's up, what's going on, what's what day it is. And I know that a lot of you guys can relate to that because it's like, as a human, you know, you really are aware of like all the dates, all the things, you're really on top of, of it. But then when you start living as a light, you're just like, oh, it's Tuesday, it's the 17th, it's the 20th. And honestly, like, it's an interesting experience when that starts happening in this like weird week. An experience week, for sure. <sighs> in a choice month. Yes. So let's break it down. And the first thing I want to start with is this is now coming out on what I would call Friday. Whenever you listen to this, no matter when you listen to it, even if it's five years from now, if you have not seen the movie Free Guy, you need to go. You need to go. Run, don't walk. Why, run. <laughs> <laughs> so we went last weekend and I had kind of got this download with this nudge. I didn't even know anything about this movie. And we went and I mean, I was loving my life the entire time. And we were just talking about it on the weekend about how amazing it is to watch movies now with conscious eyes. And then second of all, going back to all the old movies and watching it with these eyes. Mm -hmm. And what you need to understand about movies is there's codes in movies that fire something inside of you. Mm Free Guy is one of those things. It turns on the light switch. Yeah. So what you're saying is all those times I was watching the Kung Fu movies as a kid, it was firing up for me to learn Kung Fu. I fucking knew it. <laughs> He's wishing. Yeah. This someday, someday list. list. <laughs> but I love that, you know, the movies that we always need on the layer that yes. we are at always find us. Always. Always. Um, Alexia had been telling me about the movie Bliss for a while and I know Scott had watched it when it first came out and I fell asleep and it didn't really like hit me and then I watched it on the weekend and I was like what is I was shook like RIP on the ground being like this movie just hits like this is our life this is 
it's it's unbelievable. It's like movies and books, I find, mm-hmm. really come into your life. And people, let's be honest. You know, everybody always says that about our team. Episodes. Episodes, everything. It's like we find exactly what we need when we need it. So let's just talk about Free Guy briefly. And I just think it's so amazing because basically that whole entire movie is, is talking about the hologram. And there was a, this one point in the movie where he's trying to get this his friend to put on the glasses and the friend was like, no, 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 no. I'm, I can't wear those and I'm good without them. And I really feel like there's really lots of great moments in that movie, but that's one that really stands out. And so what the glasses actually means, because we've seen the movie, yeah. and not to give it away, is the glasses allow Ryan Reynolds' guy to see the hologram mm-hmm. for what it's worth. And mm-hmm. live in it. And that's and why... And, and live in it, and that's why he's wanting his friends to put the glasses on, so that way he can experience the freedom and the joys and everything that he has as being a glass wearer. Yes. And many people, I find, when you really start to do this work, you're pushing the glasses on everybody you know, right? There's yeah. that point that where... That activism Exactly, point. Yeah. where you really get caught in that lateral spin. Mm-hmm. And I find that, you know, the movie really broke it down and how he just surrendered. Right, yeah. and by him choosing to do what he needed to with the lens that he was operating at from the glasses, he then inspired people to want to put them on too. Exactly, and I think you had talked about it when we recorded this before, and you said, you know, it or how it really, really, um, really focused on the point of how three D is dying and all these people are you know living this life, getting up, making my breakfast, wash and repeat, you know realizing that they're here for more and you have been reading lots of articles about that I know throughout the last year about how people with the energy of the world they're being like why would I want to go back to this life now why would I want to you know drive two hours and do all that and I feel like you've had lots of information about that but you also could see it in the movie yeah where everybody's getting sick and tired of living this certain way living as an NPC yes yeah well, everyone's sick and tired of just having the, the same old decisions made yeah. for them being a slave to the game to the game like yeah. to everything and just like living in constant fear mm-hmm. i mean what movie oh, it's another ryan reynolds movie deadpool where it's like you know what the problem with constant torture is it's really hard to turn it up another notch <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true, like you, be, true. You, start, yeah. you start to become numb yeah to the situation that you're in and that's really where well you adapt to your environment exactly and that's really where people are right now is we're become so numb that like the level of craziness in the world keeps getting turned up and just like there's some people who are reacting to it there's a lot of people who are like okay well i'm just kind of waiting for the next crazy thing because well, like, that, this isn't bad and that's a great segue scott because we had talked about this and i have these flowers sitting across from me right now And they kind of have a big, like, kind of leave in the vase that's, like, wrapping around, like, a funnel. And that is basically the fear funnel right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, have you not noticed, if you still engage in the game and in 3D, that it's the next fear, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. But what the game does is disguise it as a beautiful bouquet. Yes. So you get so caught up in the illusion of the flowers that you don't actually take a minute to step back and see the feeling and the codes within those choices. Exactly. And see, you can't get yourself out of that fear spiral spiral because you think that the fear is real. Mm -hmm. So you think that it's like everything that people are saying to you, you're like, oh my God, if I miss a payment, somebody's going to be knocking on my door. Oh my gosh, if I don't pay my taxes on time. Everybody's just so scared of something. They're scared of everyone's opinions. They're scared of, you know, not being in that whole entire category of this or that. It's like everyone's wounds are being pinged like left and right. All these bodies are just a hot mess express disease is going to start ramping up like you've never seen it before. And the fear spiral is just a constant fluid spiral with the next scary, fearful thing um, with a different face. Well, it's tightening up more and more and more. Yeah. And what's happening is 
the collective is getting used to that tightening yeah. and that restriction. Mm-hmm. So out of fear, what do we do? Well, we restrict even more because that restriction brings us a false sense of comfort. Yeah, and we try to control exactly. externally to try and feel safe and comfortable. The illusion. The illusion of it because if we can control everything, then then by golly, we're going to be okay, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like that movie really, really hits for where we're going mm-hmm. and where we are right now. And just breaking free of that. And it's phenomenal. Phenomenal movie. I it's everybody needs to go see it. Yeah. We were we were just like so shook about it. I know Alexia was sitting behind me and there was kicking. a few times she kept kicking the seat. And I was laughing so hard at I was looking over at Scott. I'm like, is this for fucking real? <laughs> it was just so well written and it was so good. And it's definitely for the times. You know, and my favorite part about our whole experience is we had to wear glasses to watch the movie. <laughs> Yeah. In 3D. Yeah, so we were literally living in the hologram with our glasses on in 3D. You know, I don't want to point any fingers, but I'm pretty sure someone made a dad joke about, like, watching a 3D movie in the 3D that only about two people got because the ushers looked at someone like they were fucking crazy. <laughs> well, so, there's only one dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I really, really want you guys to all go see it. Go see it with, you know, open, conscious eyes and really feel it because... It is the embodiment of where we're going, Mm -hmm. truly. So let's talk about where we're going here. And okay, I don't even know where to start with everything, but we're just going to start briefly with these upgrades that um, people have been going through, we've been going through. I mean, hands down, I I said it last week, um, the most intense upgrades of my entire life. Physically. Physically. Um, Just... Wow, the amount of people in sessions that <clears throat> we've done back <laughs> spinal replacements to and all this stuff, it, it, it was just crazy. It's been crazy. The rashes, the bu- the, the bug bites, mm-hmm. I know that those came on for me um, back in June and I was like, what is going on? And then now people are really seeing these like random, yeah, bug bites all over their skin at rashes everywhere on them and that's just part of the upgrade so how i'd explain the upgrades to you guys because they're still going to be you know kind of yeah phases of it and throughout honestly the rest of our lives we're going to have upgrades but i really want to use this imagery because i feel like it helps you understand so if you're driving a car okay and you are sorry you are the car there is bugs hitting your windshield, okay? So those bugs could start, like, there's a few because we're at zero, you know? Then all of a sudden, it's like, you can't even see out the window because the bugs have hit the windshield. That is the intensity of the energy that's hitting you. And the speed in which the car is moving is faster than it ever has Exactly. So I tried to explain it on Instagram, and it's where it's like almost, if you look at... um, the energy coming in and the things that we're processing as the quote unquote car using that imagery, we've gone from zero to just over 1000. Okay. Meaning that 46 years of information is being processed through you per hour. Now your mind can't even begin to understand that because you're like us three sitting here, like we're not even 46 (laughs) years old, but what it is, is it's lifetimes and it's lifetimes of knowledge that you can't even begin to understand. So a lot of you are going into what I would call mini dark nights of the soul. A lot of you guys are in your dark nights of the soul. I know I got some messages the other day um, after I'd done a post and they're like, oh my God, Coco. So, wow, you're telling me that this is quote unquote normal to feel no joy, to not feel enthusiastic, to want to sit and watch Netflix and just feel completely blah and I know Scott's going through that right now himself and I feel like we should really just talk about it because I don't know if we ever really have because about dark night and feeling this way especially with these upgrades because I know people use that language but everybody gets so wrapped up in having wanting the experience wanting the experience and not allowing themselves to feel these like lows that take place Mm -hmm. because they think keyword think that it's just supposed to be this certain way and I know you had said when we recorded before that everybody has a different experience on how that looks for them you know there's an overarching umbrella we were talking about walk-ins which I'll bring it up but nonetheless it's the same with dark night of the soul so dark night of the soul 
can happen honestly at any time in your journey. And if you look at your life right now, all of you right now, there will be pockets in your life where you would have been labeled depressed. Mm -hmm. So I know even me, like during, you know, the last, you know, 15 years, I mean, shit, going back all the way to high school, Mm -hmm. I would have pockets where I was like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I feel fucked up. Obviously now I know, and we know that I would have had plant consumption, but I also was going through multiple mini dark nights of the soul. And to the external world, they would have labeled that depressed. depressed. So the symptoms of that where a lot of you guys could be going through that right now, and I can see it. There is a whole timeline of a lot of you guys that are feeling this pockets of it. I know I have some people in session that are in it right now. And it's like literally you feel absolutely no joy. You want to sleep all day. Yeah. You don't feel like there's any purpose purpose or clarity mm-hmm. as to where life is going. Mm-hmm. You almost want to give up. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're just so exhausted. It feels like you're just standing in one place and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm in this fog. There's fog all around me. I don't know what's behind the fog. And really I'm too tired to even care. Yeah. And like life just seems dull and stupid and like just pointless. Mm-hmm. And it's not really that you have the narration of like, killing yourself to be quite frank you just honestly are just like this is just blah there's no sustenance to your life yes there's no you know even your highs are not high no your high is a small little peak in Mm -hmm. your day but the lows are more prominent in the flow of how you feel you know majority yes your time so everybody can go through this i know my big one was two years um two years of brutalness I mean, Scott sitting here beside me, I mean, he can probably attest to what that was like. I don't know, being beside someone in Dark night. I mean, I was probably really annoying. I cried 24-7. I had no joy. I remember having no joy. Like, absolutely having no joy. The hard part about all this is, is when all this work is taking place as well. And you have to keep doing the work. And you're just like, I feel like it's pointless some days. But you and I were talking about this this morning, just reflecting on both of our experience. And the one thing that stands out to me is even though I felt so numb, mm-hmm. I the only thing, that one tidbit, that one glimmer was that I just didn't want to live life how I was living it before. Yeah. And that was that one thing that really just kept me going. And when I focused on that one thing, even if it was, you know, Externally. once an hour, like whatever it was, but that was that one thing that just allowed me to move an inch every single day yeah and I I'm I'm hearing Scott's voice of when I was going through it and he would say to me well the only way is through like we have to just keep going you have to just keep going because you're not going back Mm -hmm. you know you're not going back so I really um I really hope that that brings whoever is going through this experience some comfort because it's not an excuse to um you know sit on your ass and twiddle your thumbs and and do no work and be a victim you still have to do the work and take the information and, and process it and sit with that. And I think that that's probably the hardest the hardest journey is processing it. Well, and the biggest thing too is when you're in that period of your ascension, you really don't feel like you're ascending, but you actually are. <laughs> you know, yes. like it feels like time is literally completely stopped mm-hmm. and nothing is happening and there's no momentum or mm-hmm. anything. But really what you don't realize is you spend you know, one day in that state, especially right now with these upgrades, the time that we're processing, it's actually astronomical how much things are shifting beyond what you actually can see. And what you need to understand about this period, um, if you're going through it, or if you have previously gone through it and nobody was able to give you the language, Mm -hmm. is that the human is dying. Okay, everything about the human is dying. So it's like a complete, it's a complete death. And you used to tell me all the time, this the skyscraper has to crumble. Mm-hmm. This is part of the crumbling. The mm-hmm. old has to go. Yeah. It has to go. It yeah. has to go. Because I mean new earth when you're when you're building the new, I mean you need a whole new foundation. You do. The old one was rotting and wet and mm-hmm. gross and, and moldy and you can't you can't build, you know, your new life and be in that new energy and have that be so enveloping of who you are if you're doing it on old wooden stilts. Well, exactly. And and this is going to be a normal, quote-unquote, normal experience for people moving forward, Mm -hmm. okay? And it's going to tie in with walk-ins and what I'm sharing. So obviously this is coming through 
for a reason because it's going to be the norm. You're going to see a lot of people that you love, your children. You're going to see people in the next three to four years where you're like, what the fuck is even going on with them? And of course your mind goes to the external right away. And before I move to a topic, I know Scott that like, it's probably vulnerable, but you're kind of in that stage. Like, can you give people language to, to give them kind of some comfort of like your feelings and your thoughts? Because I know that when I was in it, I would have given my right arm (laughs) to even hear somebody who was like, saying the same emotions as me because I felt crazy I felt like nobody could get me get me and if I could have got onto a podcast and somebody could have like talked to me about what even I just was to feeling. have the support of a yeah. mentor yeah you know? so is there anything you want to add I would say just listening to you guys kind of talk one of the one of some of the words that popped out is process yeah now when I hear process I don't know what you guys think is just that think. Yeah. When you're trying to process something, you're trying to think your way through it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that is the action that's going to put you into a lateral spin. Yeah. Because well, it's very down. it's very hard to process or it's very hard to think your way through something you have to feel. Yeah, and, and that stuff, hits because I definitely tried to think too. And, and, the stuff, yeah. and the stuff that's coming through as feelings is... I mean, it's, it's, it's feelings. There's really nothing tangible about it. Yeah. So you have to try and figure out, like, if you're going to try and process anything is what those feelings are. Mm-hmm. And thinking is the old. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, you have to move through that switch, which is what that period is. Yeah. And as Alexi and I can attest to, like, Scott is kind of in that little point, like I'm saying, and me and Alexia have been saying that to him because through his upgrades, his robot signature is like, kind of like, glitching like the robot is like oh my god oh my god so much information so much information so then his human okay his ego's like i need to go have a hike or i need to go do this or i need to go do that we're not saying that scott needs to sit in the house in a fucking cage but at the end of the day his body literally can't handle very much and then it becomes counterintuitive Mm -hmm. because he can't move because he needs to process exactly like he said and feel which is the very thing that most of you guys avoid. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? All of us. And I know that when I went through it, especially that condensed 10 months, I remember Scott would come home from work and I'd be like, I feel fucked. I sat here all day and exactly what Scott said, process, cried, mm-hmm. and be like so mad at myself that I was like feeling this way and, you know, going on Instagram and seeing everybody living their best life, you well, know. you just um, came from hustle too. And so hustle, that contrast was exactly. like And like not knowing how to just be and sit and then being like, you know, feeling caged, but then not wanting to go and do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't even go to, you know, we didn't even go out to eat or I never did anything. I was not a participant in life. Well, it's that period of no longer and not yet. Yeah. And you just have to be in that in-between stage mm-hmm. and and and, get, and get emotions. The, yeah, and get the support from the people who understand what the light is going through, not the human. Yeah. You know, and that's what we had been talking about this morning too, because I was just sharing like how hard it is for me to watch people go through that. And you said to me, um, but they have all the support in the world and they have people that understand. Whereas yes. you and I, you had me, yeah. Alexia had me, but I, and I had Scott to, to a certain extent, but we were just like really going through it, you know, and it was just really hard to find the language of what was happening. Mm-hmm. So segueing into that, you know, you're not alone if you're, if you're in that pocket or if you move into that pocket into the fall or you've been there. Okay. We get it. It's quote unquote normal, but like Alexia said, you can't fall victim to it and use it as the big V. Um, you have to keep doing the work to move forward. And honestly, as somebody who had an uber long, brutal, <laughs> dark night of the soul, two freaking years, I would do it all over the exact same way to live what I'm living now. Honestly, honestly, I would do it all over. So that brings me to the segues of walk-ins. Okay. <laughs> Just that word alone, I can feel people's bodies being like, Who's walking into my body and what is happening? So lack of better words, um, it's a phenomenal time. It is absolutely phenomenal. And right now until about December, pretty much 
everybody on the planet, 6 billion people are going to have walk-ins, okay? So just breathe as I try and explain how this is. So I got the, I got the, um, I read something the other day and I really like this example and it's like kind of like a walk-in is um, different people drive your car. Okay, so if you look at your car as you, mm -hmm. different people are, Scott Sneed, bless him, different people um, are driving your car. So what happens with a walk-in is imagine your uh, consciousness, like a light pillar, has different levels of floors, okay? Different levels of consciousness, different levels that have an elevator, um, elevator have different um, information, have knowledge. That version of you um, is walking into your body basically right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is, you're accessing different floors yes. in your body. Yes. And then that light basically comes into your body and you, and that light operates this meat suit. And all of a sudden it's like, you're getting downloads like you've never known before. You're, you're moving so fast. You're doing all these things. Um, basically for us three sitting here and even Carly and, and everybody in Coco Collective that's starting to integrate, we are what I would call like the ground crew, the airport, um, you know, what the, yeah. what's that called? What, what are those called, Scott, where they're, what they have the flares? They're ground crew. I feel, ground crew. yeah, yeah. There are people who direct the airplanes with the orange sticks. sticks. Yes. That's Okay. Us. So, so we'll just call them that. <laughs> people with the orange sticks. <laughs> Let's just like see if we can't clarify this imagery you guys have created yeah. here just a little bit more. Yeah. Because we went to um, a hotel in Vancouver. I think it was Vancouver or Victoria. It really doesn't fucking matter. Same place. <laughs> um, and we walked in off the street. Off the street is the the entranceway to the hotel. Yeah. So that would be ground level. Mm -hmm. But when you get into the hotel, ground level isn't zero. The lobby is like level one. Yes. You had to go up a floor to get to level one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the parkade went down seven floors, mm -hmm. if memory serves me correctly. Mm -hmm. So that is what's going on is your ground level is moving up. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that way it's no longer at ground level. Your baseline of, of your consciousness is moving from zero to, we'll say, like five. That's what's going on. So now your ground floor, your lobby floor isn't zero where it would normally be. Yeah, it's now it's five, on, five. on the fifth floor. Exactly. And the five becomes the baseline exactly. now yeah. for where your lobby so that, sits. Exactly. Yeah. And that, you have and that so that gets so it's not it's not level it's not floor it's not the fifth floor, it's like lobby one. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just so people can kind of understand yes, maybe great. a little it's bit of a, a clear imagery yeah, of what great, you guys were talking about. Great, great imagery. So what happens is a lot of people are just going to have this on their own, obviously, because they don't have the mentors or the people that are facilitating it for them. It doesn't matter if you, whatever, right? It doesn't matter. It's not, matter. A, badge it's not a badge if you have one or not. So in my world, I think I've done probably seven of them this week. Um, and I'm going to let Alexia kind of talk about hers first. So I had my first one in December of 2019, um, on my own. And then it was crazy to me. Like it was crazy. That's where I really started to evolve all last year mm -hmm. and really like remember who I am and get my downloads and all that stuff. Um, and then I just had one again this week. Um, and we're all the way up into the 41st dimension. So you're going to talk about yours because I helped facilitate it. Mm -hmm. So basically, Alexia went all the way up to the 41st dimension as well and pulled that consciousness down. And how did that feel? What was your experience with that? Well, to preface, like we had said before, <laughs> every experience is it's different, different. Yeah. right? And there's mm -hmm. no right or wrong mm -hmm. or good or bad. Yeah. But for me, my experience was like when you crack open a glow stick yeah. and you feel that color pour from the one side, you know, into the entire glow stick as a whole. So what happened is in that experience, I started from my stomach got like a, almost like a knock. Yeah. And then it went from my feet all the way up to my head and mm -hmm. then my head kind of turned. Yes. And then as somebody who's there facilitating and helping, if, uh, if that is happening, um, I always see their bodies. They usually have like a, 
a deep breath. They usually kind of have like a, or a jut or, and then usually people go really cold or really hot. But regardless of this experience, what really rocked me is when <laughs> I opened my eyes after, I was so emotional. It makes me emotional now because I looked at Coke and I was like, we're back. Mm-hmm. And I could feel a shift in who I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yeah, we're really here. Um, and then Scott had one and I just love Scott because Scott always just has that whole different delay. experience and the delay that so many people can relate to Scott because, you know, he's not necessarily com- having those big feeling sessions that, you know, other people have. So Scott <laughs> is having his session and I just love him. He's like, I didn't feel anything. I didn't, I was really trying to pay attention. So tell everybody about yours. Like you're just... Well, we started, we started off the session with like, quit fighting it. Don't do your breathing stuff. Just kind of like surrender surrender to everything. So I'm saying like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to like focus on anything. I'm just going to like really pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. And so we went through the whole entire session. She's like, oh my God, so amazing. Had a walk. And I'm like, okay. Uh, He's like, nothing. You guys, that's every session with Scott. I'm like, uh, nothing happened. Like, I mean, there was a one point there where I think something happened with my shoulder. But that was like right when you said, like, come on back to your body. Like, the session's kind of over. You're kind of like trying to wake yourself up. I'm like, that was, that was about it. So it was like, I don't understand the significance of this. Like, listening to Alexia talk, it's like, yeah, that's super cool. I'm kind of jealous that I don't like, you know, I don't light up like a glow stick. But you also don't cry on every road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she doesn't. Cry, he doesn't cry about an eagle either in the sky. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, sitting here, like hearing Alexia's experience, you can kind of be like jealous. Yeah. That you don't have that type of experience. So what I experience must not be real or true yeah. because my experience isn't the same as Alexia's, but am I the same as Alexia? Like, am I a five foot one, like moss licking? 411. 411. <laughs> <laughs> but moss. I really love that. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm not her. So no. my experiences are not going to be the exact same as hers. And I can't compare i can't compare well, nor are they meant to no because you are such like i just have to give it to you scott you are such a computer processor <laughs> that is. you really need time for that program to download and sync into your into your software <laughs> so let's just talk about how that happens then so because i was helping scott and walking beside him in his session i can confirm that when the light hit his stomach it he had his walk-in because the body can't lie and it's so interesting being scott's mentor as well is you really see how his body and alexia's worked on him with me too he always feels the emotion like he's gonna cry he's holding it back he has that emotion no, he shows he, he shows me with me all the time yeah. i'm like scott you, he literally is playing video games with his thumbs. His mouth is switching. Like, I'm like, he's in a whole other world He is, here. but then when he comes out, his human is like, I was. Like, he just, he hasn't, and maybe he never will because he is a robot transformer. So maybe that external will never, that's part of his purpose, yeah. right? But the funniest journey of Scott is, so he has this whole session and then three hours later, we're on the couch and we're watching um, our show together and all of a sudden... He does the biggest like shiver shake ever. And I look over to him and I'm like, what was that? He goes, I don't know, just like a shiver. Can I have a blanket? I'm cold. And I'm like <laughs> laughing to myself being like, it took three fucking hours for Scott's walk-in to finally come into density. <laughs> but he had it then on the couch, yes. just relaxed, just living and it all of a sudden came. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love Scott, that you really said what you said, because I know so many people, they try and compare themselves to others and, and think, think that they need to be a certain way. And these walk-ins are really going to come in various ways for people. I had somebody message me this week about their partner and how he had went out to go for a walk and he was texting her being like, I feel like I'm in, you know, grade school. Um, I know I've been in this classroom before, but everything feels new. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, he's having a walk-in. Well, and also he's in free guy and got his glasses. Yes, exactly. So you're going to really, really notice this with yourself, okay? You're going to maybe have those moments where me and Scott the other day were out at the beach walking in the morning and I was like, it's freaking bright out. Like, 
it's vibrant, you know, things are up a level, or you wake up one morning, you're like, shit, things feel really different. You know, I don't know what it is. Yeah, you had to walk it most likely. Okay, and it's just going to be those singular moments. It's nothing to be quote unquote scared of. You know, I'm just thinking about the 4D spin would call us demonic. Literally. And evil. <laughs> in the next two to three years because all these people with these walk-ins are going to come and have all this information but basically don't know how to take a shit or wash their hands yeah right so that's where the ground crew is like there with the flares come and, over here yeah. to learn how to do your laundry yeah we'll tell you how to use the toilet you know all that basic stuff of how to operate from such a high state of being okay so this is just great, great for all of you guys to see it within yourself and then see it within people that you love and the whole thing. You can't save people, but this definitely is what's going on. Mm -hmm. So the next part of this crazy week is imagine our life all the way up until basically two days ago has been one movie. Okay? It's been it's been a movie all right you know you look back it's been fear it's been doubt it's been manipulation it's been hustle it's been all that and we have been characters in that movie and knowing characters well knowing us for most of our life that we're in this fucking movie no clue whatsoever now we're in like basically what i would say the intermission so these like kind of few days here that's why things feel wonky and the world is just Woo, going crazy because the new movie is about to start. Scott, you're giving me a face. What do you got to say? <laughs> I was just thinking, I could remember, <clears throat> this is kind of back more when like the, the family sitcoms were kind of a thing where you had like uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor and oh, all I those love guys. And I, remember Wilson. Thinking, <clears throat> and I remember thinking when I was like younger and the kids were younger and I was with uh, previous partners. And lots of times I would walk around and pretend my life was a sitcom because there was lots of, <laughs> there's lots of shit that I would say or do that if someone was watching would have found funny. <laughs> with the, and I did the them with the, yeah. music. And I yeah. did them with the intention of like whoever's watching this is like this is fucking funny. You had your own Truman Show. <laughs> yeah, literally. yeah, literally. And I can't. Yeah, this would have been like oh my god, like a number of years ago. I just dawned on me that yeah, I used to like walk around and, like do things. <laughs> Or say things <laughs> to be like that, like Scott, stereotypical. He's been the witness service life. To be that stereotypical, like sitcom dad. Well, me and Alexi just experienced oh, him as dad on our trip. We really like experienced that movie, like something else. I love that, Scott. You've always been a witness of your so life. So now we're in intermission. Yes, exactly. So now, <laughs> Sorry. sidebar. So now we're in intermission. Okay, and I mean. It feels fucking unreal. Mm -hmm. It feels so amazing. And now the movie, you know, is about to start. And what's so amazing is none of us, even me, you know, with my information and knowledge has no idea how this is going to unfold. Mm -hmm. Because I've been saying this for months and months and months and months to you guys is we have never made it this far. Now we really haven't. This is a humanity collective choice. This was all the voting that's been going on behind the scenes to get us to basically today. And now the new movie starts, okay? Meaning that that movie is going to go on to make us go into basically, you know, 5D in, in, in density, where that's joy, abundance, and freedom, and living from, you know, our heart versus our ego, living from our soul versus our ego. And it's absolutely phenomenal. And we had heard this line and you and I were like, that hits. And it's like the only thing stopping you now is your imagination. Like that's a lot to take in. It is. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it before it was so much like is your ego, but it's like once you do this work and you get past the ego and the ego's your friend in the back seat, it's literally you're just your imagination now when you when you stop it. And it's even so much more than what the imagination can even create or come up with. Exactly. Which is 
is it, it is it's incredible. like it's incredible this this movie you guys it's like we have been waiting so long to get to this movie. There's been so many moments where we're like, are we even going to make it to that movie? Mm -hmm. And I know that if you're heavily in 3D and you're heavily living in the game right now, you're like, okay, Coco, like it's fucked out here. But honestly, there's different layers of reality that exist right now, including, you know, where we exist and live. And there's a whole, um, it's frequency, mm -hmm. it's frequency. And we really are that ground control to like lead the way to you. That's why I know nothing about 3D. I don't engage in it. I don't give two fucks because I'm not here for that. I'm here for the new. So I'm here to help you and pull you. And we all are to be like, come on, 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 come on. Until you finally wake up and realize who you are. Mm -hmm. And now you are in the seats watching your movie becoming the witnesser of your life yes becoming you're you're the main character in the movie and like that's a lot to process not sitting there being like holy <laughs> shit what i did when i was 15 that was actually funny he's like <laughs> laughing at himself literally <laughs> so that's what's happening now and i think i posted on instagram yesterday where it's like um the new movie is about to start what part are you playing in it and I mean that hit dress rehearsal is over done it's done <laughs> we're done we're at the main stage we're, now we're the main stage Scott's been working on the lighting and the sound <laughs> clearly he did a shitty job but now he's got it now he's got it well cause our podcast he's oh. giving me the face our podcast two days ago didn't work so now he's like shit dress rehearsal lines went out the window he's like shit all I gotta get ready for the main event I can't fuck this up it's here <laughs> it's here Sounds so. like a WWE contest. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> there you go. Literally, though, Literally. it's being written as we watch the movie. Like, wow. So with that, we now, um, I had these energy reports that. Yeah, we decided on that. Yes. The first cut that we're going to start and try and yes. do this energy report rereading in the middle of the month. Which well, is amazing. Yeah, the makeup touch point changes yes. the game. It because does. Because you forget where things naturally evolve throughout the month. Exactly. And to have that, you know, awareness to be the witnesser of where things are at for your month. Exactly. Is, I mean. I, I, just a, gen a gentle reminder of kind of what's going on is, yeah. always, is always good. Well, exactly. and the weather. Like, I always say that my energy reports are the weather of... of 5D of consciousness mm -hmm. and I've been putting this out in our newsletter but we're no longer doing our newsletter because we have our magazine coming um it just so much is coming out of the Coco Collective pipeline so it's like we're just moving things around because we're fluid as we go that's how you live as a light so I really really want to read this and with all the information that we've given you I mean in our first cut of this episode we were like RIP losing it being like holy you can't make this up how on point um, this energy report is to everything that we were talking about. So I'm going to start reading it and then I'm going to stop and we're going to break it down a bit for you guys so it can really help you understand. So this was written, I think, around July 20th uh, is usually when I write these. So the, before the month of August even starts, you have your ticket in hand to enter into the stadium. The experience of being in line all of July really is playing out now as things begin to show in a big way. The body is talking. You know the feeling when you have worked out for the first time after three years or you went out drinking and now you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot recover like I used to. It feels like this. There have been deep cravings or not wanting to eat at all, soreness and so much fear, panic, and I am so done. While you experience the lineup in whatever way that is for you. Now here we are, and the gates that started to open on July 23rd, like a slow-moving overhead garage door, and it was almost like cattle started to roar with the ticket in their hands screaming about time. Notice, this line is like a blockbuster movie as everyone is checked in at the line with an invisible scanner on each arm saying, okay. And with glee and raging excitement, they enter into the stadium, buying, consuming, and ready to be inside, not caring where they sit, just happy they have been allowed inside and it shows. So they funnel in one by one, millions just listening to the instructions as they are told, while so pumped to be in the stadium and anyone not here for the game 
is missing out in a big way as nothing else compares in their state of being other than being in this game. So let's break I mean, that down. I mean, you guys, that's that's 3D. That's the game. 2D. I mean, the invisible <laughs> scanner on the arm just kills me. <laughs> I just, like, absolutely love it. But, okay, let's just, so you can understand it. July was that experience month. Yes. Okay? So a lot of you guys, whatever your July was, you were at some point standing in the line in the game. Mm -hmm. Okay? You were maybe witnessing, you know, family conversations for the first time because you haven't seen them in a while. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're, you know traveling or you're out you're out whatever it was you were in the line you're seeing the divide you're seeing the chatter while you're in line mm -hmm. you're seeing what everybody's talking about but yet you're standing in line yes so all of you at some point in July were in line I know in sessions I heard a lot of people they ended up going to Calgary or they ended up going here then they come back and they're like I I can't mm -hmm. I can't do it anymore what I thought was still a relationship or a friendship or I could do that, I can't do it anymore. And they all of a sudden realized that, hey, this lineup going into that stadium. The stadium doesn't pull anymore. No. And the stadium is, is the game, okay? The game telling you, like, you got to get the fuck in here. This is the way it is, okay? So now... A large group, majority of those who are listening, are like, wait, this lineup has been beyond this entire time. I have watched everyone as they waited. I listened to how they spoke. I experienced things that have rocked me the last three months. And you're beginning to see that waiting in line this entire time was an illusion. And you actually feel it in your body now that something about this ticket line isn't adding and for the first time in lifetimes, even though you have no clue what's next, you step out of the line and you wait because you know, as you have heard, rumbles inside you that there's a bus that's coming because you sent it to pick you up lifetimes ago when you finally said yes. That one kind of makes me emotional because that kind of goes to my opening of the magazine mm -hmm. where, you know, um, we basically met in other timelines and then it's like, I'm going to send that bus when I finally you know, wake the fuck up and realize like, this ain't, this ain't living. No. This ain't living. It very much goes back to the free guy movie. Free guy, guy got out of line and put his glasses on, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what's, that's what's happening. So now one last group is not on the ground, but they have found their way in an air balloon above looking down saying, holy fuck, I am not in the game. Few are here yet. So I just want to stop. And I can hear the narration because I did this back in the day when I so badly wanted everything to be ahead of schedule. I wanted to be somewhere I, was, I wasn't. So I really want, if your ego right away is being like, yep, that's me, that's me, that's me. I want you to really feel it and know that, um, it, is it your ego or are you feeling it? Okay. Um, saying, holy fuck, I'm not in the game. Fewer here yet, but more in this month will see things like a movie and say, holy fuck, I see you, I hear you, I feel this in myself, I will do whatever it takes because, wow, things are happening beyond the mind when you make a choice this month to start living from light. For in this space, you see the stadium that you left and you send notes and codes to everyone else still on the ground saying, go stand outside the stadium and watch as the big screens turn on to watch it unfold. You know what just popped in my head? That's like Hunger Games where they're like fighting in the stadium and that it's like you can get the, uh, they drop packages in to try and help them as they fight for survival. Yeah. yeah. And what was coming to me when I was reading that too is it's like, we always question like amongst ourselves, we're like, who the fuck wrote these movies that we watch? Like Seriously. Free Guy and Loki was a big one that Loki impacted us. WandaVision. Yeah. And it's like, but we did. We yeah. sent the notes down for yes. ourselves. Here's the codes. Watch that movie, Scott. Watch that show, Coco. And it will help you remember who you are. There's so many codes and so many things in our lives when you wake up to it. You know, it's like me and Scott had always said, in the first few years of us doing Nights with Coco, Scott was like, here we are all day long just turning lights on. 
you know, because you were coded to find us. Even if you never worked with us or saw us again, that one interaction with us helped code it something inside of you. Mm -hmm. And on the screen is a movie that shows the future. You gotta love this. I'm saying here being like, I don't know what the future holds, what the movie is, and here I downloaded it at the end of July. That shows the future, the next two to three years, and everyone here will experience some level of the disease, the control, the pain, the external glitz and glam will go up a level to keep them in the same place, in fear, sick, consumed. And notice the trance and confusion, and one by one, before the doors close, millions make a choice to leave the stadium this month because it finally hits them that this isn't it, which is the walk-ins. Mm -hmm. Time to choose the opposite of the stadium. It's a life-changing month into the fall, and you might just need to experience the choice of the stadium a little longer, and that is okay before you realize you were never part of the game all along. Like, I mean... I even I, I, like, I download this stuff, and then when I reread it, I'm like, who wrote that? It's just full circle. It is. That yes. mid-month touch point, I mean, it comes full circle for all you guys. Like, really take this in. Rewind back. Listen to the beginning. Really understand where we're going. Because even though you can't see it, the trip, the trickle-down effect is going to be massive. It already it, it's already starting. And you have a choice every single second of every single day to move up and be off the game and witness. And really, like Scott said, process and feel the things that you need to feel because it's not going to be like this forever. It's not. So the work is just this and keeping steadfast in your dedication because it's happening faster than you can even imagine. And like we said, your imagination is is your only barrier now and it's beyond it and it's beyond what your imagination could even describe and you know what's coming to me as well is you know all the books all the information everything's done mm -hmm. it's all outdated now we're writing it and every single one of you have that information inside of you and we're rewriting the we're script we're rewriting the and script it's showtime baby it's showtime so recap yeah let's recap so everyone's getting a walk-in, yeah, which is fantastic. <laughs> and I and I asked this question when we were talking about walk-ins just to start a dialogue. Well, if everyone's getting a walk-in, why would I do the work? Everyone's going to get it. Mm -hmm. And here's the answer I'm going to give to you guys. You buy your parents, maybe your kids' grandparents, a top-of-the-line computer. <laughs> this thing can fucking like do it all. Do it all. Do it all. Like you're talking like amazing graphics, all that shit. And what do they do with it? Play fucking solitaire. <laughs> that is what... Sensei Scott for the win again. And that is what these walk-ins are for. Yes. Everyone's going to get it. But just because you got it doesn't mean you know how to fucking use it. <laughs> Isn't that the truth, Scott? Have a wonderful week. <laughs>